imposter syndrome, that thing that keeps coming up that never seems to go away. And you might remember back on episode 15 where we did a deep dive into it. And we're going to go even deeper today into a part two to that episode because this keeps rearing its ugly head and we just want to call it out. Let's do this. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Okay, Bus Bench Babes, Beth and I are back to chat all about imposter syndrome again. Yes, because guess what? It never goes away. So you might remember episode 15 where we did a deep dive into it and we are going to dive in a little bit deeper today and share with you kind of where we're at with it and also encourage you to move through it. So are you ready, Beth? I am. All right, let's do this. Yeah, when we were like, you know, spitballing ideas for podcasts, we were going to do a together episode. We're, you know, batch recording all day today. And a topic that keeps coming up for both of us is imposter syndrome. And we're both like, no, yes, should we? Should <laughs> I we? don't want to. I know. Because yeah. like, you know, having like an episode where we're goofing off and laughing and singing Michael Jackson songs is a lot more entertaining. It's totally more entertaining. For, like more fun to do. But like, you know, we do have to talk about the hard stuff too. And this keeps showing up for both of us. And I think I was one that said, okay, like this keeps showing up. I think that's the universe telling us we need to have another conversation about 100% it. 100% that was you that said that. I was like trying to close the door because I'm like <laughs> sick of it. Uh, you know, and so many conversations with friends and other business owners and even podcast interviews recently, like imposter syndrome has come up in conversation. So I definitely think this is a good time It's really time like to the buzz at, it, right now. It's and, a real thing. And we're not doing it because everyone is talking about it. We're doing no. it because we are both firsthand experiencing it on a day-to-day basis. So we're like, okay, this is for sure the universe telling us to like get into the deep end of the pool yeah. of uncomfortableness because all of the change occurs when you're uncomfortable. Yeah. So we're showing up here, open wound. <laughs> dealing You're with like, this. damn it we don't want to do this episode <sighs> but we're gonna do it yeah so we're because gonna someone else that's listening to this episode is gonna be like Thank you for doing this episode because this is exactly what I needed to hear today yeah you're gonna get our messy middle and not the other side of it so here we go <laughs> yeah okay boss so like how have the last couple months like changed for you as far as this goes as far as what goes imposter syndrome. Okay, so um, a like a big blow at the beginning of the year was we we lost a really special team member. Um, she didn't die. She just she left the team. Yeah, we should preface with that. Went, she went. <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll start with that. She's still alive and well. 
Um, and everything, we parted on great terms. Um, she went to a different brokerage. It went back to our old brokerage. Um, and it, what that did is like, it created so much like uncertainty in my head. Well, you know, she gave me her reasons why she wanted to leave. And then I was like, well, maybe it was this reason and this reason. All these other reasons. Maybe I'm not a good leader. And maybe she didn't find value in the team. And maybe I suck and maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And what am I doing? Oh, my God. What am I doing with my life? And like, I've gone so far down the rabbit hole that I've gone like, well, I'm in, you know, EXP brokerage and I'm in this amazing downline of incredible agents. I'm like, I could just like park the BPR brand on the side and I literally could go and join someone else's team and I can make an insane amount of money. And I could still serve clients at a super high level. And so like, like rabbit hole to the nth degree, if you want to, if, if I'm being absolutely truthful and that's not what I want to do. That's, that's not what we're building here. But like, there are days where I'm like, maybe this would be easier. Maybe this isn't my calling. (laughs) It's crazy. Like the places I take my mind. Yeah, and that that for me too is like a really big blow. Really invested a lot of time and energy and just really like as far as like team structure and that sort of thing. So having that happen was a huge blow like personally and professionally for for the team. And so that was really hard and to start our year that way when we had plans for big quick things happening right away yeah. was a huge change. Now I also want to recognize that there are many other teams right now, I bet listening to this thinking, that shit's happened to me. And so that's really why we wanted to share this, because the reality is, like, I, I'm certain other agents have lost, like, that really, really important or that, like, special teammate that, like, you thought was going to be, like, long term, like, with you till yeah. the end kind of thing, right? And that feels icky. And I think it's super easy to like go into hiding of like, oh, we're fine. Like we're just going to grow and build. And of course we're growing and building. Like that's what we're going to do. Uh, but also to kind of like to ha- try to hide from it instead of like, this sucks. This sucks. Like things are yeah. different now and things are changing. And we kind of go have to go back to the drawing board for our plan for for the year. So I am certain other people are going through this, maybe yeah. not talking about it, but yeah. going through it. The part that's so hard is that, you know, I've had a lot of people tell me they're like, people always leave, like team members always leave. And I'm like, ooh, this feels like my childhood and my dad leaving again. I'm like, oh, this, yeah. this like hurts, like in a, in a place that I'm like, I thought I had healed. Um, so I, it's hard to like wrap your brain around the fact that when someone leaves, that it's not a personal reflection on me or the team. That's yes. the part that's really hard to differentiate. And that's the inner work, right? And yes. that's when that imposter syndrome rears its ugly head. And it like latches onto all those like our, you know, like our, our weaknesses. I hate to use the work weaknesses, but the places where like we need a little bit more love and it just goes like wild with it. And that's really what happened. Yeah. Right? It's, it's terrible. So that was really how our year started off. And also some great things have happened and growth is happening and it's super exciting. But that was sort of a way that, you know, kind of twisted twisted my headspace a little bit. Beth, I know like you took a big sink from it. Um, and my like by nature, I'm like, OK, we must move forward and like boom, 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 boom. And like didn't like allow myself to sit there really that long because I, I think I feared it. Yeah. Too, which 
funny pluses and minuses um, there. But the reality is when imposter syndrome comes up, just like we talked about in episode 15, was is that you can say, okay, you're here. I acknowledge that you're here. I see that you're here. And I know that you're never going to go away. I'm still going to move forward. And I'm going to accept that you're here and I'm going to still move forward and prove you wrong, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's showing up in another area, too, for me with in terms of business. And I feel like it's not so much in my personal life these days, but mainly in business is that, um, you know, we've talked about on the podcast that I changed brokerages last year. Yes. So move the team. So you're not licensed. So you didn't have to do any license change. But essentially, you move brokerages, too. Christy sure. also moved brokerages. Yes, sure did. We moved from um, Keller Williams to EXP. And regardless of what your thoughts are on EXP, um, EXP is one of those companies that who you align yourself with is like really going to be clutch and key into your success. So I align myself with this group of people that are insane, insane producers. Like really, they're all have like incredible teams, like teams so big that their teams are bigger than the brokerage that I came from type teams. And I was sitting in my conference in San Diego going, okay, like this is so incredible to have access to like these brilliant real estate minds. And I'm also sitting in the room going, am I really supposed to even be in this room? Like, oh no, we did. A, we had good. We had good production numbers last year and we had a great year for like a first year team. Great year in general last year. But I'm like, I'm like, like the little, little peon. Like I'm sitting at the kids table over here in the corner. Um, and like that really, that creates a whole nother freaking cycle of stories in my head too it's nuts well like growth comes from the discomfort right yeah so like putting Which yourself out there i hate oh. i love it and i hate it like i yeah. have this love-hate relationship yeah. with it for sure because you're lining yourself with whether or not it, you know if it's not comfortable you're you're pushing yourself yeah the whole that was the whole point of leaving um the old brokerage was because i felt like i had maxed out there yeah like we started the team and, you know, next month we're in the top five teams for our production. And I'm like, well, we just had, started last month. We've had a team for one second and we're already in the top of the heap. Like, where the hell are we going to go? Mm-hmm. Like, we're we're already there in this location. So then I'm like, we need to go somewhere else where it's going to be more uncomfortable, where we have room to grow, where we can um, just kind of follow in the steps of people that have like paved this awesome road for us. And man, that growth, that growth period, it's, it pushes me and stretches me so fucking far out of my comfort zone. It's so hard. It's terrifying. It is so hard to be in a growth phase, like for so long. Yeah. I think like growing a team, we, we, we've talked about this, like accepting that it's going to be, it's, it's kind of like our, our, our life, right? Yeah. Like the growth Like we're raising a baby over here. Yeah. Yeah. Which you've done and I have never (laughs) done before, but I feel like I'm raising a baby. Yeah, exactly. And that is, it's a, it's a new world and a new headspace to be in. And imposter syndrome just kind of like, it's, it's right alongside it. Yeah. It's for everything. And it's amazing when it wants to just like come out, right? Like the second it can. It's a fucking son of a bitch. So what have you been doing, Beth, to like get out of that that headspace? I've been trying to keep myself really busy. Okay. Um, because I feel like if I sort of sit in a place of in inaction or like, oh my God, in a space of like overwhelm, it makes it worse. It doesn't make it better. And it 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 for sure makes it worse. Um, I noticed a couple weeks ago, 
I was like back to back to back all day long. Like I left my house at seven in the morning and like met with clients and got new listing stuff signed and was just kind of like going, going, going. And at the end of the day, I was driving home and I'm like, I feel really good today. Like, I'm like, this is why you're doing the grind that you're doing because you're helping people, you're serving people, you're, you know, like changing people's lives Mm -hmm. through what they're doing with real estate. And I was like, this is why you're doing what you're doing. And it was such a good reminder. So I really have been trying to like stay in motion and activity and not sit in the like kind of like that woe is me. You get like out of your head and more like into your why. Yeah. 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 I hadn't thought about it, but that's a beautiful way to phrase it. Yeah, that's 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 great. It's yeah. great. So for me, <laughs> yeah, imposter syndrome. This? This? Like the start of the year was a was was not great, but really honestly, work wise, like it hasn't been coming up too much for me. Thank you. Until you know, I say this and like <laughs> knock on wood. For me, it's been more personal. Goodness. So and it's coming up in motherhood. So I should. Back up just a little bit. So I stayed at home with Kaya for the first like, I mean, I still am home with Kaya, but I like solely took care of her until I started working with Beth. I mean, I did a little bit of photography work and then, you know, slowly like a little less, you know, a little bit more care. Like she has a part-time nanny and now we're exploring um, like a Montessori school for her to go to. And what's been happening is like, I'm not enough of any certain thing, right? So like, I have friends that are, you know, full like full-time stay-at-home moms and I have friends that are full-time careers and I have friends that, you know, just like all all across the board. I do have friends that also run small businesses and like basically what I'm doing. And I this piece comes up because I'm like, I'm not a good enough mom if I'm not spending enough hours with her. And then I'm not good enough at my career if I'm not doing enough hours there. So the balance has kind of, the the harmony has been missing for Mm -hmm. me there. And when I talk about like, oh, I'm not uh, like stay-at-home mom is enough. Or my daughter is like, you know, she's not enough mainstream like parenting. Or like, so I'm just not enough of anything. I'm not like enough of trying to like natural parent or I'm not enough respectful parent. I'm just like this mix somewhere and all of it and getting sort of stuck because you read when you read something about it or you chat with not everyone, but some people about it, you don't fit into any mold. Yeah. So then it's isolating. That's probably really difficult. It's really difficult. And I think like more so now, there are more entrepreneur moms right now, which is great. There's a community being built as we speak. And I absolutely love that. And I do have friends, again, like doing the same thing. And even if friends are not, it's just different. But still like compare, like comparing myself to my journey to someone else's. And that has been a struggle lately, like really hard for me. And the shift of Kaya going into Montessori school is is huge. And it's like, well, is she going to get enough time with me? And then am I am I good enough of a mom if I, mm-hmm. she's this much away from me? So that piece has kind of been a mess for me. And so... I've really been trying to, my word of the year, right? It came to me when I was on vacation or it like slapped me in the face more, um, is is grounding, like grounded or grounding. And I really try to go back to like that grounding space of like what reality really is. And when I f- actually feel like my feet are planted on the floor because that has been just rearing its ugly head 
hardcore lately. So you're saying if you lived on the beach in Holbosh, your life would be complete, except you would need to have better internet. So you there's could- no internet. Like <laughs> then you're not moving there. I'm not moving there. No, but it's just it's it's so interesting how we can judge ourselves as moms in any way, right? Regardless of what we do, and so I I find this in between to be really challenging because I don't fit any mold, and that for me that sounds is when that creeps up. That sounds stressful, and yeah, that would probably I can't even imagine dealing the desire with that. to be like a really strong businesswoman and a really um, involved mom. And which, from it's my possible. vantage point, I think you're incredible at both. Thank you. So that it's just interesting what, um, what like your day to day reality is versus my perception mm-hmm. of you from my vantage point. Yeah, is that I think you're fucking crushing both of them. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. Uh, no, but like when your child doesn't get enough play dates in one week because you're overwhelmed at home and your nanny quits and. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. So it's just that piece of it. It's been really hard. So this season, this imposter stuff is is it's a mess for me in that regard. But I'm literally sitting with it and working through it. What's your go-to thing that you do to like get yourself out of that headspace? Honestly, sit and like just try to breathe. And really? I, I hold like hold Kaya. Like okay. hold her, hug her. Like and that is like I, I like she is thriving and healthy and happy yeah. and like that like one of pe- the most well-adjusted children I've ever encountered in my life. She's she's something. And so that piece, like I feel that wholeness there. And it's also really interesting because that's what guides me. Like I always thought that she would, when I first got pregnant with her, I thought that we would, she would stay home with us indefinitely. Like we would essentially like homeschool and we might someday still, um, that she would like not do daycare, none of that stuff until like she was at least a lot older. And the reality is, is I have a very extroverted child. It mm-hmm. is her human design. She is made up that way. Um, her sense of her like lines of community and family, like within her human design. If you go back to that episode with Katrina, um, she is wired this way, and it is just getting slapped in my face over and over again. So like, <laughs> some uh, another child might be just fine at home with mom and dad, but she and she is happy there. But she thrives with other children and in that setting and very, very social setting. And so I kept getting all these reminders over and over. So like holding her and like grounding myself and just breathing and just being like, you're like, that is what's best for her. Mm -hmm. Like she actually needs this. Not a, not we could get another nanny, but like not a, we could, you know, to keep her home, but just accepting that not every kid is the same too. Yeah. Is really, is really hard too. Cause it's different than the idea that I have. Isn't that so, crazy? It really is. It really is. But I look at her and, and now I'm like, I when I'm with her and I hold her and we're in a calm space, I I just know. And that's your mama instinct. Mm-hmm. And so I could fight that or I could just let it go and let life be and let her. Well, and that's, I feel like that's what you've done her whole life so far. So like, why would you change that now? That's what's made her to be such an incredible little miniature human being at this point. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's what's coming up for me, Beth. It's freaking insane. You know, let's actually touch on a little bit here too. So like uh, another personal thing is Ryan, my husband, who we've heard many times in this podcast here, he's struggling with imposter syndrome. He's working on expanding his business. 
And what's coming up for him is the same shit that comes up for us. This isn't like. <laughs> so this is an equal opportunity it's thing. equal. Like seriously. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So it's interesting when I talk to him on it because I'm literally giving him like the same pep talk that like we give each other. Yeah. And but it's it's happening for him. So literally this happens to, I would think most people. Yeah. <laughs> 90 some percent. I think percent. a lot of men just don't. It's not. I don't think imposter syndrome is really buzzword in the male community. And it's easier to go to ego to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality is it exists for like just about everyone and we can't make it go away. It's like I'm like, babe, it's never going to go away. Yeah. Just learn to sit with it and learn to like how to talk to yourself and ground yourself and like you will get through it. And you execute anyways is what I tell them. Yeah. So, yeah. My last Tom Ferry conference, I was – um, really got to know a fellow coaching person that was all we have the same coach and we we're eating lunch together one day and he's he asked me a question and I just said I said I'm just having incredible imposter syndrome like with where I'm at with the team and with my business and and he looked at me and he goes me too and then he shared ah. he shared a personal experience and we're both crying at this big round lunch table with like eight other people. And I'm like, you just made it. He's like, I didn't mean to make you cry. And like, you know, he's all his eyes are watering and he's like, let's go to dinner and talk about this. <laughs> and so it was just really nice to connect with someone else that is also like in the same real estate space, growing a real estate team. Um, and even a ma- and that was the first time I think I've ever had that conversation. Like Mark and I have never once talked about imposter syndrome. Like I've, talked about how I'm feeling about things, but I don't think I've ever said the word imposter syndrome because he'd probably look at me like I'm an idiot or I'd like, <laughs> you, I don't think he would even really know what I'm talking about. So it's interesting that it comes up for everybody, but just a lot of people up. aren't really talking about it. No. So like keep the conversation going and like accept that it's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, um, the one thing that imposter syndrome does is like it tends to put you in a space of lack. Yes. And that's really like I think that's one of the spaces for me that is really hard to navigate through, to get out of. And I don't like I hate that part of it. So like for you, Beth, you you like sink more. Like you get stuck, right? Like it's more paralyzing. Yeah. And for me, I'm like I got to do, which is the opposite end of that. So like then I overdo. Yeah. Like I have to do to relieve this feeling where you're like, I got to sit here because I can't do anything. And it's like the opposite end yeah, of the spectrum. Yeah, it's bad for me. Like when I get it's too not deep good in for that me. space. It's not good for me because then I'm doing shit that I don't need to be like, you know what I mean? Like doing too much yeah. or like stuff that doesn't make sense or is like not aligned or like losing my mind literally. So it's that piece of it. It's super hard to then like get back to that middle ground or like climb out of it like you said. Yeah, I think all of this kind of circles back to like what our big whys are in life. Yes, I agree. Um, I think we both have really huge whys and like they have like I know for me, mine, the personal side and the business side for sure intersect at my why and like bringing that to the forefront because it's so easy to forget that. I don't know why, like, that's the first thing where I'm like, well, off the rails. And like, even my coach or you and I will talk and it'll be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is my why. Maybe I should get back to focusing. Maybe I should type it up and like hang it on the wall to remind myself because clearly I am forgetting this on the regular. It's just our whys are so much bigger than all this other shit. Right. And 
it's I think that that little voice is really good at quieting your why yeah. when you're stuck in imposter yeah. syndrome and it makes it more challenging to to move through it. But we're doing the work. We're in the trenches right now with this and yeah. and uh we I'm Q1, I know you've been a son of a bitch. You can go away anytime <laughs> now. Uh we are looking forward to the spring for sure. So Yeah. We hope that this episode, you know, met you where you were at. If you're struggling with this too, like we see you, we feel you, and we will persevere and get through. Um, hit us up on social. Let us know how you're doing. And we would just love to hear from you. Heck yeah. So until next time. Keep your face off a bus bench and keep being a badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls. Are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.